I see the nations come to me. attention now at this time. I won't read verse 9. But you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, an holy nation, a peculiar people, that you should show forth the praise of him who hath called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Now, he says, you are the chosen generation. I remember when we were in secondary school. Maybe, you know, in a meeting like this, in a service like this, some things you know, we might bust them. We might burst some bubbles. Some things you've known over the years about God, about Christianity. I might speak against them. Don't be strong head. Once I can give you evidence of it in the scripture, let's settle on it. Because most of the things that people believe about God and about themselves in God is not true. And they don't have any scripture to support it. But because they've heard it for a very long time, they believe it. Like for example, we are all nothing before God. Have you ever heard it before? So so people are about to start worship. So we are all nothing. We are nothing. We are like an ant before God. There's something different the man is saying here. Peter is saying about the Christian. He says, but you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation. You see, the qualifications, a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people. Peculiar means special. So a special people. He's not talking about ants. Look at verse 10. Look at verse 10. Which in time past were not a people. Are you see? Which in time past were nobody. Like we say, oh, we are nobody before God. Say, but he said, which in time past were not a people, but are now the people of God. This is different from what we have believed that we are actually nobody. Now, I want to bring your mind to something. Quickly go to 1 Timothy chapter 2 verse 4. 1 Timothy chapter 2 verse 4. 
Okay, let's start from verse 3 so you can get the context. He says, for this is good and acceptable on the side of God, our Savior. He talked about praying. Then verse 4, he says, God, our Savior. He said, who will have all men to be saved? He says, and come to the knowledge of the truth. Now, in Christianity, looks to me that everybody is abreast with the fact that God wants us to be saved. But he's talking about two things here. He says, oh, have first of all all men to be saved. Then, after all men are saved, should also come to the knowledge of the truth. So you hear people saying things like, churches of today, they're not talking about salvation. They're talking about salvation. No, that is not all we do in the house of God. That's not all we do in the kingdom of God. He said, first of all, God will have all men to be saved. After salvation, there's a life to be lived in the kingdom. He said, who will have all men to be saved? He said, and also come to the knowledge of the truth. A lot of men have been saved, but they have not come to the knowledge of the truth. What is the knowledge of the truth? Who will have all men to be saved? And also come to the knowledge of the truth. Go back to first Peter 2 verse 9. He says, but ye are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people. Now, we are entering the message now. He says, that ye should show forth the praises of him. Hold on. That you should show forth the praises of him. Not, so, we are not only called to sing the praises of him, we are called to show the praise of him. A lot of Christians know a lot about singing the praise of him, shouting the praise of him, speaking of the praise of him, but they don't know that we have a calling to also show forth the praises of him. There's a difference. The Amplified says to display the virtues. Now, in a lot of Christian circles, a lot of people know a lot about, you know, saying uh, nice things about God, which are actually true. But you see, those things they say about God do not have any implication directly in their own life. For example, in a lot of churches, in a lot of places, you hear things like, God is a great God. He opened the Red Sea. I don't know what you're going through, but... God is going to make a way. I don't know what is going on, but God is going to do this. God, these things are, they are nice, but they are only, you are only announcing about God. Now, let me, let, me, let me tell you today that what you say or do not say about God does not change the fact. So to say that God is a great God, before you were born, he was a great God. So people enter into churches, they stay in the kingdom, and a lot of the things that they have seen in the Bible, they, they don't see it reflected in their lives. Why? They are singing the praise of God. They are speaking the praise of God. But they have not yet to come to the realm of their showing the praise of God. The plan of God is for us to reveal God. Not in what we say only, but in also, we should be an evidence. That's the meaning of witness. We should be an evidence of what we are saying. So, when you go and stand somewhere and say, God is a great God. God is a good God. Aside what you are saying, people should be able to tell with your life that God is a great God. It's like when we started serving God. We started shouting. God wants his children to prosper. God wants his children to do well. God wants his children, you know, as we started preaching it. In fact, we were even preaching it in certain places. Where I was preaching it in schools. That you see, prosperity is the birthright of, of, of the children of God. Health, healing is the birthright of the children of God. I forget to say it, but when they look at me, they know that it's, it's not true. So people do not only believe what we say. In fact, Jesus Christ said in John chapter 14 verse 11, he said, if you do not even believe the words that I say, he said, believe me for the very work's sake. So aside what we say, what we represent is a greater message. Aside what we say, what we represent is a greater message. When John the Baptist went to ask a question, he said, go and ask Jesus if he is the one or we should expect another. You know the answer Jesus Christ gave? He said, go and tell John. He said, the blind are receiving their sight. The lame are walking. What is he talking about? He is using proof as the validation of his call. He didn't say, you know, go and tell John. You know, I preach powerfully. 
You know, I'm, I'm the one, I'm the one. You see, Christians are in arguments when they go for soul winning because the people cannot see what they are saying in their life. You go for soul winning and say, God is a great God, but they see when you're standing there, there's nothing showing that God is a good God. So beyond what we say about God, we should be able to prove God with our lives. What did Paul tell Timothy? He said, meditate on these things. He said, give thyself only to them. He said, that thy profiting may appear unto all. That means God wants this thing written in the Bible that God opened Red Sea. God wants your life to mirror it. Oh God! You know, I call it American Christianity. God is going to do it for you. By the time you leave this place, people will be shouting and they go and meet their problem at all. And God is away. Then we just, yes, amen. And God, God, I don't know what you're going through. That one said, the next me pass. I don't know what you're going through today, but God is going to, I don't know what you're going through. We don't want to know. We want to know what God has said. And we want to see it working in our lives. You see, it's emotional Christianity. It has no bearing. It's emotional. It's emotionalism. I don't know what you're going through today. You remember what you went through yesterday. Oh, Rather, when you come to the house of God, we are supposed to learn. You see, we're supposed to be taught the word of God. So that we learn how to make this thing work in our lives. So that when people want to say God is great, they look at you. Then they say God is great. What did Jesus say? He said, let your light so shine before men. He didn't say speak your light. He said, let your light so shine before men. He said that they may see your good works, not good works. He said that they may see. Then he said, when they see your good works, he said, they themselves, you will not have to tell them to lift their hand. He said that they will glorify the Father in heaven. So the greatest way to command men to give glory to God is for us to show good works. So today is not another. Listen, today is not another message to satisfy your emotional needs. I am not a motivational speaker. God is going to do it. Give me, give me the, 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 this one they use. God is going to do it for you. By the time you get home today, everything will just be working. God, God is going to make you like Joseph. Then, 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 then unnecessary rhyming. God is going to take you from the pit to Potiphar, from Potiphar to the prison, from the prison to the prime minister. Hey! When the pea finished, one day they will add pancake. From prime minister, if the pea finished, the water and all, from prime minister to pancake. No, but this is a different generation. Am I talking to somebody here? This is a different generation. We are going to prove God with our lives. By the time you are hearing about prosperity, you are seeing prosperity. By the time you are talking about healing, you are seeing healing. By the time you are seeing health, you are talking about health. Hey, 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 hey. No, 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 no. We are not a generation of talkers. We are doers. Bible says, Stephen, a man full of faith and power, did. 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 When I, when I read the story of how God was quiet when Goliath was insulting uh, 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 the children of Israel, I realized that no amount of insult of God means God. So if people are insulted, I'm going to be praying. Oh God, let people see. Let people show. Show yourself. He is not interested in showing himself. He is not interested. God, show yourself. He is not interested. See how Goliath was insulting God. Your God is a foolish God. This God and God was sitting down drinking fruitily. As he, as he, as he learned one insult. God is a foolish God. Then God will say, Angel Gabriel, give me one uh, chilled juice. He is not interested because Goliath, what Goliath said cannot make or unmake him. But you see, the children of Israel now had to prove God. 
They now had the responsibility. All of them were hiding. So you see, as it were, the name of God there and the reputation of God was in the hand of the Israelites. God was, not, God was sitting down. As Goliath was doing the insult, God was chilling. Okay? Insult. The day David, you know, at the time David stepped out, David didn't even consult God. He didn't even consult God. Like Elijah, he said, I'm jealous for the Lord God of Israel. I am jealous. And he says, hey, let's have competition. Well, I'll show you that my God is God. You see, it's proof, 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 proof. Let's reduce the talking. Proof. I was listening to a message by Pastor Chris and I was there. He said, we talk too much, so the world is taking us for a ride. One of, one of my daughters here was in a, in a conversation with a guy. And he was telling the guy, go and tight, do this. And the guy said, I'm not going to tight. He said, before we even talk about this thing, let's all open our accounts. What an insult. Which shows that the guy actually has money in his account and this lady. It's an insult. What an insult. So it's like we are talking every time. Talking, 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 talking. And some people will engage on arguments on social media. Hey, hey, you are a fool. You don't tight. You don't, hey, 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 hey. There are some people in this world, if they announce that they tight, even unbelievers will start tightening. Do you know that? I don't mention any names. But there are some people, if they announce that tightening is one of my secrets, listen, whether they understand it or not, they'll be looking for the nearest pastor to tight. So we talk too much. I decided in my life, when I became born again, that look, when I got born again, I had friends who didn't get born again. And look as though they were moving forward than me. And I, asked, I, I began to ask questions. What works in this kingdom? That was the question. What works in this kingdom? Because if you tell me what works, I'm going to do it 100%. If you say it is prayer, we will pray like we are mad. If you say it is fasting, you will come and meet us. We will be looking like a hey, if you say it is studying the word, we will go into it. And I discovered, and when I began to see the answers, I now, I, I now put myself into it. You don't serve God half half. He said, meditate upon this thing. Give thyself holy. You don't give some. You see, when you are working with God and you have plan B, you never see him. Let me show you something. Ephesians chapter 3. Hot, hot. Today is bass boost. Today is bass boost. Ephesians chapter 3. Look at verse 20. I think this is one of the most savage, savage scriptures in the Bible. Savage. Do you know savage? This is one of the most savage scriptures in the Bible. Let me show you why. Now unto him, we know, we know the scripture. Who is able to do exceedingly? Imagine that I'm preaching and saying, God is going to do exceedingly. Oh, yes! God is going to do exceedingly. Abundantly, above all that you ask to think. Don't you like this thing? No, don't you like this part? Exceedingly, so I don't even be prophesied. God said He will do exceedingly, abundantly, above. Let me shake it off. All that you ask or think. Then, listen, then they leave the next part, which is actually more important than the first one. The first one, it is God's reputation. You're, you saying it or not, doesn't, doesn't make any difference. Now unto him who is able to do exceedingly. Abundantly, above. So, all that you ask or think. So, at this point, you can be happy and say, yes, God is going to do exceedingly. Then the savage part actually comes. He said, according to the power that worketh in you. That means it is the power at work in you that determines what God can do. So, the power at work in you gives God a... Now, think about it. You can see God moving mightily in one person's life. Then he's moving in a small way in another person's life. Then it's like people will share a testimony. Say, I received one million dollars. Ha. There's someone who said, I prayed, I prayed for six hours, and I saw 10 CD on the floor. 
It will never be your portion in Jesus' name. Then you'll be wondering that this person, what is it that he is doing with God that is making God give him one million dollars? And this person, they are all children of God. So you see, both of them have different platforms for God's manifestation in their lives. One has set a small stage for God. Another one has set a big stage for God. So God is displaying in, a, in an unusual way in another person's life and displaying in a very small way, manageable for the person's power at work in him. So anytime you now start quoting that scripture, make sure that you remember the last part. God is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we ask or think. And the last one, according to the power. According to the power. According to the power, what? That worketh. That's all another key. Worketh. Worketh. Remember, at the pool of Bethesda, people will gather around the water. Listen, people will gather around the water. Bible says that once in a year, an angel will come and stir the water. When the angel stirs the water, there is now power in the water. Or he stirs the power in the water. Then somebody jumps in and gets healed. So, before the angel stirs, there is power, but it is resident and it is dominant. Like the power of God at work in every Christian that is resident and dominant. So God Paul told Timothy, he said, stay up, stay up. You see, not sit down and say, I'm, I'm a child of God. Whatever is planned for you can happen, but I'm a child of God. No, no, he said, stay up the gift of God, which is in you. Stay it up. There's something you should do. There's something you are supposed to do. So he said, stay up the gift of God. So the question should be, how do I stir up this thing? You know, there are some of you who have received prophecies. You have received words. It looks as though those words are never coming to pass. Listen, you will not be the first person that a prophecy will not come to pass for you. You won't be the first. You might not be the last. So the fact that you went somewhere and the prophet came and saw your name, your grandmother's name, your future grandmother's name. And saw the names of your ancestors. 1442, your grandmother, this, this. So the Lord says, you will receive $2 million in three years. Then you'll be crying. Then you set the clock, you're sitting down. Three years have come. Two years have come. Three years have come. All these prophets, they are liars. That can be your, your conclusion, that all the prophets are liars. But what you don't realize is that there is what you should have done. You see? Paul told Timothy again. Paul told a lot to Timothy. Told him. He said, remember the prophecy that was said concerning your life. He said, with them, war a good warfare. That means prophecies don't happen on their own. What we tell you about God and about your life in Christ, it doesn't happen on its own. So, you should have the knowledge of the word of God. And know what to do about your situation. Not just come to listen to messages to just satisfy your emotional needs. Title of this message. The title is A People of Power. According to the power that worketh in you. According to the power that worketh in you. Acts chapter 1. I'm going to say three things about power. The first one is, power is the ability to do. Second one, power is the dynamic ability to cause changes. The third one is, power is the ability to confront and correct rebellion. Power is the ability to do. Power is the dynamic, dynamic ability to cause changes. Power is the ability to confront and correct rebellion. Now, Acts chapter 1 verse 8. 
says, but ye shall receive power. But ye shall receive power. After which the Holy Ghost come upon you. That means it is wrong for a Christian to sing, send your power, send your power, send your power. Offside. Send your power now. Send your power now. No matter how you vibrate. Off. He said, ye shall receive power. After which the Holy Ghost come upon you. He said, ye shall be by with it. So, he said, ye shall receive power. So, when you got born again, one of the things that God gave you free without when you say, I receive Jesus, and you say, I receive the Holy Ghost. By the time you are receiving the Holy Ghost, one of the things that joined in your life was power. So, but I didn't feel any power. You don't have to feel it. <laughs> you don't have to feel it. Let's, let's, let's sweep out of the church of Jesus Christ. Let's sweep emotional Christianity. Let's sweep it out. I don't feel like God is with me. I don't feel like God made It's not my feeling. I don't feel any power. He said, but ye shall receive power. So, if God said it, and I receive the Holy Ghost, then I have it. That's where it settles it. So we are people of power, because we have received power. When the Holy Ghost came upon us, when the Holy Ghost came into us, we received that power. So that power is at work in us. Huh. I'm trying not to say some things. Look at something. Isaiah 59 verse 14. Isaiah 59 verse 14. Quick, 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 quick one. Isaiah, the prophet, is lamenting about a particular situation. And what I'm about to read that Isaiah said, most of you can relate Look at it. And judgment is turned away backward. And justice standeth afar off. For truth is falling in the street. And equity cannot enter. Hold on. He said truth is falling in the street. Why does it look like the one who is tightening is poorer than the one who is not tightening? Why does it look like the one who is doing bad things is even progressing more? You see, Isaiah is, is describing a situation. He said, truth is falling in the streets and equity cannot enter. He said, we have a misnomer. He said, judgment is turned away backward. And the truth standeth afar off. He said, and just standeth afar He said, the truth is falling in the street. What we call the truth, which is the word of God. That if you live righteously before God, if you walk in the word of God, if you keep going to church, you are supposed to see your life moving forward. We don't rather see it. We rather see more affliction in church than we are seeing outside. He said, truth is falling in the street. Verse 15. He said, yeah, truth faileth. And he that departed from evil maketh himself a prey. I've seen it. He said, the one who is not stopping bad things. Nah, it's like in some offices. Look, pay attention now. In some offices. They tell you, sign this document. We have to embezzle some money from the bank. He said, no, I'm a Christian. I can't do it. Then they will connive and sack you from the office. So it looks as if the one who now departs from evil maketh himself a prey. A young lady who serves God. Then a lecturer says, I want to sleep with you before I give you grades. And she says, I'm a Christian, I cannot do it. Then they will fill her papers. He said, the one who is departed from evil is not making himself a prey. And the Lord saw it and it displeased him and that there was no judgment. The Lord saw it and it displeased him. That means God is not happy about the predicament of many Christians. But the question is, what can we do? Does, does God have a provision for these things? What are we supposed to do? Does God have a provision for these things? When these things are happening, is God just going to keep watching? Then if God is going to keep watching, I think we will have less and less Christians because it will look like if you do the bad thing, you are going to go forward. Listen. 
Don't leave anything to chance. If you don't, listen, if you don't uh, hear anything I said today, Super Sunday, this thing I'm saying, laminate it, print it, write it somewhere that nothing can erase. Don't leave anything to chance. If the lecturer says, I'm going to sleep with you before you have your paper, you have to know what you, you also have to take him. Listen, I told a young lady, now don't get me wrong, just get my points. Don't miss the points. I told a young lady, I said, listen, she said anytime she goes to, you know, look for a job, they want to sleep with her before they give her the job. So she decided not to do it. So she's going to start, and, and she doesn't go to church. I said, listen, morality has no power Morality has no power. What has power is spirituality. So if your morality does not have a root in spirituality, you are wasting your time. It's better to sleep with them. Because when the devil ever hears you saying that, I'm not going to sleep with a man because I am a, a, I'm a Christian. You know what he's going to do? He's going to try to discredit God's word in your life. He will attack you. He will make you a project. He will make sure that you are hungry to the extent that you go and take that offer. I'm serious. I'm serious. So when... The lecturer says, hey, I'm going to sleep with you. You also have somewhere, you have to know what to do about him. No, sit down and say, I'm not going to do it. And God shall fight for me. Young lady. And God, and God will do it for me. God will do it for me. Then when God is not doing it, why, why, Lord, why me? Second Corinthians chapter 10. Oh, I, I, I just wish that you catch this thing today. Ah, ah, I was speaking with a, a, dear, a dear woman who is in our church. I was speaking with her. And um, she was telling me about a court case that they had for so many years. Christians like her. Oh my God, this is an insult to the cross of Jesus. And Christians like her, they were all on the, on the court case. And a lot of the Christians said, hey. Because the, the person they were fighting against was going to fetish priest in Benin and Athens. So they all say, hey, me, I'm not part of before they come and kill me. A Christian. A Christian. And they all hey, 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 before they come and kill you. A Christian. And there are many Christians like that. Don't act surprised. You might even be one of them. Hey, 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 hey don't go there. Hey, a Christian. 2 Corinthians chapter 10. Verse 4. For the weapons. That means we have weapons. Some of you, don't, don't think you know the scripture. Follow me. You understand? Some of you are, oh yeah, for the weapons. Oh, I'm not kind of like, but it's kind of in your life. So follow. Don't think you know it. Hold on. Let's think about it well. For the weapons. That means we have weapons. Oh, that's how I read the Bible. For the weapons of our, our warfare. That means we have weapons. It didn't say the weapons of God's warfare. So don't, don't, don't pray those, don't pray. God, go and fight. It said for the weapons of our warfare, not God's warfare. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. He said, but they are mighty through God. This is the point. To the pulling down of strongholds. Go ahead. Casting down imaginations and every high thing. He calls it high thing. High thing. Every high thing. God is the most high. Eh? But they are calling this one high thing. He didn't say it is nothing. Hold on. Before you say it is nothing and go and sleep and something that will be happening to you. He said every high thing. He calls it high thing. And what is the, 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 the reason for that high thing? He said every high thing that exalted itself above the knowledge of God. That means there are things that exalt themselves above the knowledge of God in your life. For example, the thing, what the knowledge of God says about your life is that your life is supposed to move on swiftly. It's supposed to move on upward and forward only. You see, but the work of this high thing is that it will come and make what God said a lie. So, there are things that are, 
are positioned to try to frustrate the word of God and the work of God in your life. It causes every high thing that exalted itself. That is rebellion. It is called rebellion. There are things that rebel against what God has said in your life. There are things that rebel against the prophecy that God has given you. There are things that rebel. Why should a Christian have that heart disease? It is not supposed to be so. But he says, it is a high thing that is exalting itself above the knowledge of God. So you look at yourself. God's word says, I'm not supposed to have the heart disease. But that thing is exalting itself above the knowledge of God. And it's what? It is a high thing that is what causing a rebellion. So that sickness in your life is a rebellion. It is not supposed to be so. It is a rebellion. A rebellion. Listen, one day, you see, if you don't take spiritual things serious, the, the devil will surprise you. And if the person dies, not you, you don't die. If the person dies, you go to heaven and they'll say, Ah, so soon. Okay, come, come. They'll welcome him and say, So, okay, you have tried? Come and sit down. Yeah. One day, where's Bernard? One day, many years ago, I went with him, and I think Pastor Claude was part. We went to Kweu, and we're coming back. There was fog. You know fog? It was so thick. It was so thick that, you know, we we couldn't see anything. The driver nearly had accident three times. Off the cliff, we were almost going off. You know those mountains? We were descending. We nearly had, you know what? Then, I said, go, no, this this is not normal fog. This is not normal fog. God bless me with this. I'm not lying. You know what I did? I sat in front. You remember? What did I do? I said, clear. Everything cleared. Power. Listen. Listen. It's not like, listen, it's not like the thing cleared later. No, no. I, I sat in front because when I saw that we nearly had accident, I was like, hey, hey, hey. I said, everything just cleared. <laughs> then, then, Akabla said, somebody said, Power. I would have been thinking, oh, it's normal fog. Oh, it's normal fog. Then we just go off the cliff and say, oh, the man of God who came to preach over here. Oh, God give it and God take it. When you go home tonight, I'm not talking to somebody here. When you go home tonight, go and confront that demon. Go and confront that devil. Don't say God's time is the best. It's already God's time. Get angry. That's the first requirement. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. I said, I said, I said, I said, and it's, let me tell you something. I was not a pastor. I was not, I was not a pastor. I said this is years ago. I was not a pastor. Do you not think he's a pastor? He's a, no, no, no. It's not nothing to do with the apostle prophet. You shall receive power after with the Holy Ghost come upon you. And you shall be witness. So when you sit down like that, you see, we nearly had an accident. We nearly had an accident. Three times. So I wanted, I wanted to even tell the, the guy that please park somewhere. But it was done. We couldn't be parking there. Because when we're, if we parked, another car can come from behind and come and hit you. So we couldn't park. So the fog was so thick. When I cleared and it cleared, I just realized that, oh, the devil set us up. And you know how he set us up? He set us up in a way that we don't know it is him. Because it looked natural. Are you listening? It looked natural. They've told you that in your family, all the women have to do cesarean operation. So you, you, are, you are believing it. They say, oh, it's, it's natural. Or they, or they say, it happens. It happens where? You shall receive power. That's how the Holy Ghost come upon you. Listen, I'm looking forward to hearing testimonies of when I got home this evening. I'm not talking to somebody here. I began to walk around my house. I began to walk around my house. And I was speaking in tongues. Casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself above the knowledge of God. When Jesus said, these signs shall follow them that believe. The first one he said, they shall cast out devil. Shall cast out devil. Casting out devil is, is a, a, a core. You understand? Do you understand what I'm trying to say? 
like you are doing exams. There's electives and there's core. It's a core subject. Hey, I don't want any devil to come in. Hey, 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 hey! Don't do that! Be serious here. Be serious. Let's respect ourselves. You say, oh, hey, devil, if I say devil, maybe devil will come. Yeah, you, you had a nightmare. You had a nightmare. And you walk out and say, hey, let me come pass you know. Let me come pass you know. When you wake up from that nightmare, you say, hey, 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 hey. Listen, your, your attitude, I'm telling you something, it resonates in the spirit. Your attitude to it alone matters. Don't say, you wake up from a nightmare, you woke up and something was chasing you. <laughs> oh God, do something. Oh God, do something. Why are you wasting time? When you wake up, say, devil, are you okay? Are you okay? Oh, I remember that. I remember the testimony of my of my father in law, Pastor Bill. One time, one time he said, he, he, nothing was working in his life, no work, everything was doing poverty everywhere, you know. But he kept going to church and he didn't know what to do. He said one day he picked two chairs. Then he sat on one and put the other one. He said, Devil, come and sit down. Hey! Hey! He said, when he said, devil, come and sit down. Then he said, devil, listen to me. You cannot stop me. You cannot make me poor. You cannot do anything to me. Have you heard? When he, when he was done, then he said, no, come on. Get out. Hey! Listen, I was listening to a great man of God. I was listening to a great man of God. And he said, he was, watching, he was also watching another man of God. And that man of God was mesmerizing devils. He said, when he saw it, he broke into tears. Then he said, Satan, shit! Satan, shit! Satan, shit! Ah, when I watched it, I was like, ah, Satan, shit! Listen, when you get home today, don't wait. Call your children. Begin to speak in tongues. They begin to lay hands on the walls. They begin to lay hands on the walls. The weapons of our warfare, they are not canal, but they are mighty to God. Listen. Daniel prayed 21 days. Put the one this. There is a very big lesson to be learned in that thing. That is not even the 21 days old. You know the big lesson? The big lesson I learned was, you know, I believe that God, this is my belief. It doesn't have to be true. This is my belief. I, I have that opinion. That God and the angels are very, very savage. I believe it. For example, when Angel Gabriel came, Daniel didn't catch the shade. He says, Daniel, a man greatly beloved. Ah, that means God loved the boy. And he had to make him pray 21 days. So, the love of God for you does not stop the devil from hunting you. Ah, then he says, from the first day you prayed, he said, the Lord sent me you. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, there's nothing we pray for God that is holding back. He said, beloved. He said, great. He said, beloved. A man greatly beloved. Greatly beloved. When you have a girlfriend or something, it's beloved. But God said, greatly beloved. I mean, my love for you is so thick. Yet when I, when, yet, yet when you prayed and I, I sent the answer, the prince of Persia withstood, withstood Gabriel 20 and 1 days and God was still drinking soberly. <laughs> Ice kinky with granites. He said, Angel Mustafa, bring me um, ice cream. But at the same time, Gabriel was just fighting. He was just there, going to bring the answer. Going to bring the answer. He said, The prince of withstood me. Let me explain that withstood me. Stand here. Let me show you something. Because 
the devil couldn't have beat Gabriel. So, it was like this. Now, try to come. Then try to pass something. Hey, hey, you are not going anywhere. Go, try. Go, the prince of Persia withstood me. Then Gabriel was still saying, Ah, they have sent me. Ah, I said, I've never been to you before. Ah, but they have, no, try, try. They said they have sent me. They have sent me. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey, hey. I'm not going. Hey, hey, hey. Hey. And this was going on 21 days. Pilolo, pilolo. 21 days. Hey, hey, hey. I'm not going anywhere. What now caused the change? Daniel had to keep praying. Daniel had to keep praying. 21 days. Depression is evil. You know, today they are, people enjoy saying it. I'm depressed. I'm depressed. It's, it's evil. It's evil. Oh, I feel depressed. Evil. I say it is evil. And rubbish. A Christian cannot be depressed. Oh, but pastor, you see, there's so many things going on in my life. You, you, are, you have a problem. Philippians chapter 4. Verse 6. You know, the pastor, the pastor preaching today, he's very insensitive. He doesn't care about emotions. Look at it. He says, be careful for nothing. Nima Kali says. Be careful for nothing. Be anxious for nothing. Be anxious for nothing. Anxiety. Hey, like something bad is going to happen. He says, God said, this is God talk. He says, don't even have one care. Don't have one anxiety. He says, be anxious for nothing. He said, but in everything. That means he's not ignoring the fact that something might be going on. Do you understand? He's not ignoring the fact that something might be going on. He says, while you are anxious for nothing, he says, don't sleep. He says, but in everything, by prayer, by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. That means don't go and pray useless prayers and be crying. Useless crying. God, why, 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 why? Make me like Jabez. Are you Jabez? Why, Lord? Why? Do something. Do something. Prove yourself, Lord. He is not interested. In everything. By prayer. And supplication said, let your request. That means you have to be specific in the prayer. Let your request. Let your request be made known unto your best friend. Your best friend, right? Let your request be made known to your auntie. Let your request be made to your grandmother. You tell people things and they use it against you later. Let your request be made known to God. So the thing that is making you depressed, you are supposed to pass it over. Then he says, what will happen? Verse 7. And the peace of God. You see, Peace is power over crisis. Peace. Peace. We have a peace that the world knows nothing about. It's not the absence of trouble. It's not the absence of war. That peace. And the peace of God. The peace of God. The peace of God. Which passes all understanding. That means sometimes, you know, something might be going on, but there's peace. People don't understand. Are you not the one with this problem? And you are, you are smiling and you are walking. Because there's peace. Genuine peace. So depression is not of God. It's evil. Don't be depressed. No matter what is going on, make sure that you have carried it over to God. He said, let your request be made known unto God. Then, there's a mathematics over there in verse 6. There's a mathematics over there. He says, but in everything, the mathematics is prayer, if the situation is not moving after prayer, you need to add supplication. Then, you need to add thanksgiving. So, it's not just pray. You see, all the answers are in the word of God. You see, not just pray and just go. No, it says prayer 
That means lay the request. Father, in the name of Jesus, I want this to happen in my life. Father, in the name of Jesus, this is going on. Then you realize that after you pray that prayer, it has not moved. You need to go into supplication. What is supplication? Supplication is presenting your case before God with evidence. With supplication, we activate the courtroom of heaven. Through supplication, we activate the courtroom of heaven. That means, you know, no lawyer goes to court. Are you listening? No lawyer goes to court to say his mind. They will sack him out. They will say he's mad. Oh, dad, please. Oh, dad, we beg. Oh, dad, we beg. Oh, dad, we beg. Don't you think something's wrong with him? Oh, dad, please. No lawyer goes to say his mind. You can't say your mind. You need to come say in Article 412. In the Ghana Constitution, it declares that anybody who comes through this room and goes through that room. So, he goes to court with evidence. The same way, in supplication, when you go before God, you need to have carried your evidence. Father, you said it in your word. That he suffered no man to do them wrong. So, so the, the lecturer says he wants to sleep with you. You need to go with your evidence. Say, Father, you said in the book of Psalms. He said, he suffered no man to do wrong. He said, he reproved kings for their sake. Father, I present this case. Listen, when you are going into a deep case of supplication, carry at least 20 scriptures on that matter. You see? So if you don't know the Bible, you are just going to waste your time. You need to carry at least 20 scriptures. You carry one. Say, Father, you said it in Jude chapter 1 verse 20. Father, he said it in the, in the book of Isaiah, he said, produce your cause. God said, come, produce your cause. God said it. He said, you produce your cause. He said, put me to remembrance. Now, is it that God forgets? No, let me explain. That word remembrance is a legal term. The judge knows what the lawyer has come to say about article 4 to 12, but he has to say it in the court. That's the procedure. Are you seeing how we meddle with power in the kingdom? It's not emotionalism. Carry your scriptures. Put them down. Say, Father, in the name of Jesus. You carry it. You carry it. You put our scriptures down. Then you take them one by one. Then you are praying in tongues. You are praying in tongues. Me, for example, when, when I'm, I'm using this, I don't necessarily have to quote the scripture. While I am praying in tongues, the scripture begins to come out. The scripture begins to come out. It is not only, let me burst the Bible. It is not only when we talk the scripture from our mouth, that presented before God. Let me explain why. He said, be filled with the Spirit, speaking to yourselves in Psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. He said, make a melody in your heart so it can be done in the heart too. Okay? It can be done in the heart too. While you are speaking in tongues, the scripture should be rising inside. Rising inside. Out of the 20 scriptures, one will stand out. That is the one you need. I'm showing you, it's a simple mathematics. And you need to give it time. You need to give it time. You need to give it time. He suffered no man to do them wrong. He suffered no man to do them wrong. Someone has threatened you, you pick that scripture. He suffered no man to do them wrong. Listen, one of my daughters, I've shared this testimony with you before, one of my daughters was hypnotized. You see, as a Christian, when you are hypnotized, we need to lash you first. One of my daughters were hypnotized. You know what they took? They took her car. Nazma, they took her car. And they took her food. And they took everything that belongs to her. They took it away. So after the hypnotism was now coming down, she now called me. Oh, Pastor Enoch, I met a guy, and the guy was prophesying to me, and he collected my car. I said, You have been hypnotized. Then she now came to say, Hey, you have been hypnotized. Oh. Hey, you have been hypnotized. Christian, the guy hypnotized you, and he didn't paralyze. I said, so now, I had to step in for her. I said, hold on. And I called her cell leader. I said, listen, your member has been hypnotized. They have taken her car. Eh? And there's no case of a, uh, someone who hypnotizes who has brought back the things before. There's no case like that. But I'm going to bring the case. So I step outside my house. And I said, the first, you know, the internship for the manifestation of the, of the, the spirit is anger, internship. You have to start with in, uh, anger. If you don't get angry, I said, when enough is enough, enough will be enough. And I step out, I'm like, ah! like, you have to learn to scream. Ah! I, I step out, I'm like, ah! ah! You hypnotize. Nobody stand in front of me. If you see me, you think I'm mad. You hypnotize. 
time I I said, and I began to speak in tongues, blasting in tongues, blasting in tongues, blasting in tongues. In the spirit, I saw two dwarfs. In the spirit, I saw two dwarfs. And I said, listen, tell the guy. He showed this thing I'm telling you about. It's about Tuesday. Was it Monday? It was a Monday. Then I said, you need to bring the car. I told the guy in the spirit. He was not standing in front of me. I said, you need to bring. Then later, they were able to, because she took the girl's phone, I called the girl's number. And the guy picked and I said, return the lady's car, otherwise you are dead by Friday. I like that tongue, Sankulele. <laughs> I said, otherwise you are dead by Friday. And the guy said, you are dead by Friday. Then he kind of the lied on me. I said, okay. Hey. Hey. Some of you need to go and confront things tonight. You need to go and confront situations tonight. Yeah. I said, I said it to me. I said, otherwise you are dead by Friday. And I said it in Wednesday service. I said, listen. And I was still, I was still, the guy has not brought it. I was still working. I said, listen, I have said it. If he doesn't bring it by, by Friday, he will die like a chicken. I said it in service. By Friday, the guy returned the car. Oh, he like that. Oh, he, listen. You see, spirit, in, in the realm of the spirit, we know ourselves. We, we all understand where we are coming from. It's a Friday. It's a Friday. By Friday. By Friday, he returned the car. Some of you are allowing things to happen too much. You are allowing things to happen too much. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I prophesy over every family that any demonic spirit has held bound. In the name of Jesus Christ. Whatever was withheld from you is being released in the name of Jesus. Things are happening. I just saw some things in the street. Things are happening. Sheila Sheila man, take you Listen, listen, listen. Power. Power. We left one of our camps. When we left the camp, White Food went to his house, his hometown. He went there. After the camp, he went there. One lady who was a witch in that, in, is in that was she in the house? She was in the area. A lady who was a witch in the area started confessing after the camp. When the lady went to the, the lady started confessing. The devil is not afraid. Which they are not afraid of your posture. So work on your stature. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. you shall receive power. You shall receive power. Listen, I see answered prayers. I tell you, some prayers you have prayed for years. I see answered prayers. I see answered prayers. I see answered prayers. I see it. I said prayers. Yeah, prayers. Answered prayers. Answered prayers. Answered prayers. Answered prayers. Kila masata kusa. Karosa kata. Yeshalo kata ya kasuna baya. Kemasata kaba. Shiva. Listen. Last year, Super Sunday, when we finished the Super Sunday, a young lady, she has been looking for a scholarship for about four years. She received a scholarship of $82,000. Right after the service. We finished the service on Sunday. She got a scholarship on Monday. Things that have been withheld in the spirit have been released. I see them. I see it really released now. I receive it. Listen, listen, listen. There's somebody sitting here. Your father has never bought a car this year. He will buy a car. He has never bought a car. He has never bought a car. Some people sitting here are going to start building their house. It will start this year. Some families are going to start building houses this year. Some families are going to start building houses this year. I'm telling you, they have been praying about it. They have been talking about it. They want to start this year. The work will start. Listen, listen, 
I was having a meeting some years ago. I had a meeting some years ago. And I think it was Olga. And I said, in the spirit, I began to describe the house. Because in the spirit, I was there. I was standing there. And I said, your mom was building. And she had not, she couldn't finish it. It was a school. How long was she building it? She was building for two years. She couldn't finish it. And that year, when I gave her that word that year, she finished it that year. I said, some families, you have never been. No, this testimony will be shared here. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. It will start building this year. It will start this year. This year. They will buy the land and the work will start this year. They might not finish this year, but they will start this year. I, I, I tell you under the unction of God's spirit. I lie not to you. Some families will start building this year. And for those who have even built, what, what's wrong with another one? You know what he said in the book of Psalm 68? He said he settled them in their homes. He settled them in their homes. Settled them in their homes. He settled them in their homes. He settled them in their homes. He settled them in their homes. In their own homes. It is, it is the delight of God. It is God's delight that some of these things happen. He settled them in their homes. Are we playing here? We are God's people. Ah, we are not talkatives. No, 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 no. We are not talkatives. We have proof for what we say. Doing camp. You were there. I said at 1 a.m. I said the fibroid is melting now. You were there. I said, I said the fibroid is melting now. The woman was not in a meeting. It came out. Don't be a talkative power. So I don't talk rough. I talk rough because when I say it, I mean it, and God knows I mean it. Settle them in their homes. Settle them in their homes. Listen, I said we are a different generation. Don't read. What stops God from giving you all house? I said this year, this is 2020. I said to you, by the anointing of God's spirit, He settled them in their homes. Let them suffer to the who favor my righteous cause. Said, let, uh, let the Lord be magnified. Who had pleasure in the prosperity of his servant? Ah, why? 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 15 years. You have been praying about it. I'm talking to somebody. Why? 15 years. Why? 15 years. Listen, if you are sitting here and there's a particular thing you've been praying for for more than 10 years and it has not shown up, lift your hand. I want to see something. 10 years. I release it for you in Jesus' name. Settle them in their homes. He settled them in their homes. Sheila Mokata. He settled them in their homes. You are due for marriage. You check yourself, you are ready. Everything is ready. He settled them in their homes. You have to go. 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 The mighty God, the one who says it and he does it. The mighty God, 